0: man, what should we do today?
1: Uh, I don't know, what about listening to Outside Campus? Fuck yeah! Welcome to Outside Campus, Lafayette College's best and only podcast, featuring Adam Bramson, Kyle Stout, and Cal Reichwine. Welcome to the show.
0: Welcome to another episode of Outside Campus. Kyle, you want to do this?
1: It's your, boy. it's your boy.
0: It's your boy. It's your boy a brammy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay welcome to the rap <laughs> episode of Outside Campus where we rap the entire time. Everyone just turned it off. <laughs> Everyone's like, all right, I'm not listening to this one, Skip. Well.
1: Of cookies. Could you
0: imagine? We just become we just become hip hop outside campus.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I have the facilities for that.
0: Yeah, you know, for the amount of rap and hip hop we enjoy and listen to, it's astonishing how bad we probably are. <laughs> like at actual rapping. You know, yeah. it's definitely not one of those things where it's like you can be surrounded by and enjoy it and listen to it all the time and pick it up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, you know, like you can become, I don't know, good at other things just by watching them. Yeah. Music is
1: not one of those things. I don't
0: think I'll ever be, I don't think I'll ever be a good rapper. Yeah.
1: Like I watch you play all those soccer games and like, look at me now, you know?
0: I know. That's what I was thinking. It's like you... (laughs) by the end of my career you were probably better than me mm-hmm. from watching me that entire time yeah that's
1: what everyone's been saying i didn't want to tell that's you that's what but...
0: everyone everyone everyone's been tweeting about that there's actually, been murmurs recently murmurs there has been murmurs not going to name names not going to
1: say who but there has been murmurs sources
0: uh their their names run with uh Mionel Lessie <laughs> and let's just say he's a big fan of Kyle Stout.
1: <laughs> That's, my <guy. laughs> That's my guy. That's my guy. It's my
0: geyser. sir. Uh, well, what's up, buddy? Another episode. It's been a little while since we last recorded. Um, yeah, let's just... Okay, basic intro. I'm a terrible host. This is Outside Campus with your hosts Adam Bramson, Kyle Stout, and Cal Reichwein. Cal, what's up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You have some connectivity issues there Uh,
0: Cal, can you speak up, buddy? Ah, he's not here (laughs) Uh, Another episode where Cal is not here Cal is, um, he's a working man He's delivering pizza, he just doesn't like us anymore Who knows? But Cal's not on this episode Kyle,
1: how are you doing? Good. I've been hitting the the flip flop here. Two episodes ago in the states. One episode ago in Ireland. Today. And now you're back back. in the states, baby. Back in the states. Are you just gonna keep doing that? Yeah.
0: We'll we'll wait to record next episode till you're back. Yeah. I'll just
1: go three weeks back and forth. We'll just keep it on that schedule. That um, works for me. All right,
0: sweet. Yeah. Well. I mean, it keeps it interesting. It gives us shit to talk about.
1: Yeah. What actually happened Let's was, tell the- um, Ireland had a COVID spike and they went into lockdown for six weeks. And I said, let me come home, spend some time with my family. And our fourth just new in dog. time for
0: Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, Kyle's family got another new dog. So if you were wondering, like over the summer, like, oh, that's cool, they. Adopted a dog. That's awesome. Oh, another one. That's <laughs> sick. Oh, a third. That's kind of a lot. And
1: then now it's a fourth.
0: What the fuck are these guys doing?
1: Yeah, and it's a it's a big um, it's a big girl. Bernese Mountain Dog, uh, Saint Bernard mix. Um, but she's like yeah. she's about two years it's old. But she's puppy. like a, she's like a puppy. She runs around, barks every morning, seven in the morning. And today she actually tried to launch herself through the open window in my dad's wow. first floor office
0: you know they always say dogs are the smartest animals
1: <laughs> yeah we wish <laughs> yeah 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 so what's her name um it's bella which bella. yeah after
0: be- bella lampy did you name her after? <laughs> outside bella <Lampe>? campus
1: outside <laughs> outside
0: campus oh man um she's gonna listen to this and be like i hate those guys <laughs> but uh, uh
1: yeah it was the game all, The name that, out of that came with her so um we kept it
0: okay cool yeah. and how is she acclimating to her new space
1: good i mean all the other dogs just kind of got settled in so now we're throwing something else in the mix so it's like always crazy all the time um right and like going back to the name i i wasn't here when they got it but i would have advocated to change the name because it's like a big dog you know yeah, so what what were some names that came to mind for you? I was thinking like, uh, you know, your, your Broomhildas, you know? Broomhilda, that, and that's good because it
0: rolls right off the tongue. <laughs>
1: yeah. Come
0: here, Broomhilda. You know, that's a quick
1: and easy one. Broomy, 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 come here. Or Hildy. Come, in, come here, Hildy. Hildy? <laughs> yeah, Hildy. Broomhildy.
0: Hildy. I was
1: thinking something German or like oh, Russian, and, and that's about where my list ends. Only Broomhildy that was the only name i would have accepted
0: i was thinking something german and russian is is do you know if Brumilda falls into either of those categories i think,
1: I think it's german because the You're only like
0: let me think of something like bizarre and ethnic
1: well this is why it was in my mind because you've seen django and chained i imagine right Dude. Oh my God. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. His wife. is. I think it's
0: in my top 25. Broomhilda. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I just watched it a couple days before again and I was like, Oh, it'd be perfect. But they call
0: her Hildy, right? Like little Hildy or something. Hildy. Hildy. Yeah. Um, and I remember in the movie, uh, Christoph Waltz's character is like infatuated because she has a German name and was once owned by like German slave owners. Right.
1: Yeah, she can speak German. She can speak. Which is German. like the big thing. Yeah, and that's.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great movie. If anyone who's listening to this hasn't seen Django Unchained, definitely give it a listen. Uh, one of Quentin Tarantino's best. Really. Good. Don't watch it though if you're. If you have a sensitive eye, because um, a lot of it. <laughs> I was just gonna talk about that. It's pretty.
1: Pretty gory. <laughs> a lot of blood. A lot of shooting. A lot of intense stuff um i mean the, it's during like the middle of the movie is like doable right like not not too
0: gory yeah like the middle of things. the movie is definitely doable i mean just like all, all and then the movies, end it goes through stretches like yeah. the end right is, is <laughs> just a, a, absolutely a shootout just people heads exploding <laughs> dicks falling off i mean it's anything you could possibly imagine um but yeah it's still a great movie it takes place during uh I mean, what, like mid-1800s or late-1800s? Yeah, something like that. And it's during – it's like slavery. It's about slavery. Um, it's about slavery and uh, assassins, actually. Yeah. So if you're – you're they, I don't know. If, if, if you – if I was just going to say if you're into that you should give this a watch but I really love assassins
1: not. like toothpaste and orange juice. If
0: you're into those two things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But give that a watch. Okay, so Broomhilda, not the name of the dog. Bella is the name of the dog. You got four dogs. Are they getting along?
1: Yeah, little they're they're a bit crazy at times, but they'll get used to each other. Um hopefully at least, you know.
0: All right, and dude, tell me about fucking leaving Ireland. you're there for what a month and a half
1: i think it was around two-ish months i
0: think okay two months and then the covid numbers spike Mm -hmm. um and you're out of there
1: yeah what happened i mean they they basically were like our program director was like listen we want you to stay um but I, i would literally have had to sit in my room Six weeks in a row.
0: We want you to stay, but it's gonna suck. Okay. Yeah,
1: like and there's no point. And they they take their lockdown like very serious. Like they got they got cops at like the all the parking lots, like me, like monitoring who's coming in and out of the stores. Um, you can only go a certain number of times. You can't leave the county. They got cops on all highways and stuff like that. If you don't have a uh-huh. legit excuse, they'll, they'll give you a fine. But um, yes, yeah, so they they take it pretty legit. Seems serious. like seems
0: like they are taking reasonable precautions for a global pandemic
1: yep and they also they <laughs> they have like uh their support system is like around like 400 a week you get unemployment and that's like per person anyone, oh wow anyone who can't work um so that adds up um so they yeah the other thing is i mean their numbers aren't extremely high but they just take it way more serious you know so,
0: like proportionately, are they are their numbers worse than America's?
1: Um, I I think they they got there for a little bit, but it was it was pretty even. If anything, okay. a little bit a little bit less maybe. And we're still kind of operating. All right, well at right least here. you
0: don't have to deal with uh Willy Wonka, the Irish overlord tenant <laughs> that you originally had. That's true. <laughs> that murderous douchebag. <laughs> Make a few quick plugs right here. Outside campus merchandise is available at outsidecampus.threadless.com. Everything in the shop was designed by Reagan Kinney, so definitely check it out because we got some great, great things in the shop. And then, second, our spikeball raffle that we do every single month. We want to crown our most recent winner, which was Jen DeLongis. Way to go, Jen! win a free spike ball set all you got to do is subscribe to us on itunes and repost our episodes on soundcloud and then you automatically enter the spike ball raffle and you should do it because there's a good chance you'll win because only like five or six people enter we really we don't get that many people to enter i mean jen 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 is an example of that she had a one in five chance to win and she won free spike ball set so you should do it check out our merch outsidecampus.threadless.com repost our episodes on soundcloud in order to win a free spike ball set let's get back to the episode
1: yeah man so how about yourself what you been up to so i uh i recently made a huge move
0: to the armpit of america which is new jersey um i shouldn't say that i keep making that joke which is bad because like now i live here and i I can't I mean, no make fun of New Jersey. I'm a fan of Jersey. Dude, it's really not that bad. Like, like you get such Jersey? a bad rep.
1: I mean the Jersey Shore at least is like one of my favorite spots on the planet. Um, but the, the rest Jersey of Shore, Jersey? I love the Jersey Shore. Love it. Have you been, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I obviously haven't been to every single part of the state. Yeah, I've been I've been, yeah, on the boardwalk and stuff like that. Um and it's good fun. Yeah, it gets such a bad rep. I mean, I feel like growing up, before I got to Lafayette and before I knew a ton of people from New Jersey, Oof. my honest perception of it was like the Jersey Shore television show. And all these like I, I think... Jersey Guido kids I would play like club soccer against. Um, yeah, but it's really not like that at all. Anyways, I moved in with Brian Lenino. I'm living in his uh his basement and I'm paying his mom rent. So, big moves only, you know what I mean? We're, <laughs> we're moving up in the world. <laughs> and uh yeah, man, it was a good move, really easy. It's fun living with Brian. Obviously, good friend. Um work-wise, I'm still doing the freelance videography stuff, building up those clients and being close that's how you do it. You build it up. You build it up. You start small, you get big. Um, so yeah, I'm working with a bunch of people and my, and obviously being closer to New York, it's good for my acting and stand-up stuff too. Um, I actually ha- was acting in a short film like this past weekend. So I started, we started shooting the day after I got here and we wrapped shooting last night. So it was a three day really? shoot. And, uh, Yeah, man. It was an interesting project. I was playing a photographer who was in a car accident and went blind. And uh, he's dealing with the fact that he really uh, can no longer see work, but also exercise his passion um, because of his lack of sight. And also not being able to see – that part sucks too, but the real crux of it is like he can no longer uh pursue photography right. as seamlessly as he did before
1: right because
0: shocker shocker to the world it is tough for blind people to be photographers
1: uh, I'd say you're right sources are saying it I'm here I mean I honestly
0: don't know i do dude, I did my research, and there are blind photographers, and like talking to the directors like. Are there really? Yeah. Yeah, there are. I mean, like, there's ways to do it. I don't think these guys are, like, guys, girls, whatever. These people are 100% completely blind. Like, they can see – like, that was, uh, you know, part of the film. It's like I could see glimmers of light. Um, And, obviously, he has, like, a heightened sense of hearing. And he uses uh, touch – i guess to place his subjects and whatnot i mean it was it was a struggle it was definitely
1: have like a struggle one of those those walking sticks
0: yes he had a walking stick i had the blind man's shades and everything i had a uh a makeup scar over like across my face like over my eye Mm -hmm. um that looked like it was under my shades and it actually looked like a real scar and i would come like after the first night of shooting i came home and I looked at Brian, he was like, Holy fuck dude, what happened to your face? Because uh, he thought it was like a real scar, but
1: You should see <laughs> the I other guy.
0: That yeah, I said you should see the other guy. He beat the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, good one. Good one. <laughs> so yeah, man, it was tough. It was a tough role playing a blind guy, not like acting like I can't see, not being able to look at my scene partner like in the eyes while right. I was speaking.
1: Did they, like, tell kind you of, just uh, to, like, look around?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, act like I'm listening with my ears. Right. Which is such a weird thing to hear as an actor, you know, if you have no experience doing right. that. What if... So, who knows how it looks. Part of me is really worried that I just did such a shitty job. Because I have,
1: you know, and I have no idea. No chance.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope not, but... We'll see. I trust. I trust. Uh, dude, you should the have team who's putting this together. They should
1: have just like blacked out your sunglasses so you couldn't see. Anyways,
0: dude, that's what I was thinking. Like I, or if I like had contact lenses that
1: just really fucked you up, gave you a huge just headache,
0: took away my sight or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be awful to shoot all day and act like that, but it probably would have been better for the performance, just full immersion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. I was like maybe they should cast a blind guy for this role cuz you know like Hollywood actors sometimes catch backlash for like able-bodied people uh yeah. playing the role of like a handicapped person or like a yeah. white person playing the role of someone who's originally like dark-skinned. Um so I don't know if this falls under that category. I hope not. I hope uh yeah, I hope I did the blind community justice. Yeah, dude.
1: Hopefully you're not canceled.
0: I know. I was just thinking, like, because this is going to be a big film. Like, it's going to be picked up by a bunch of festivals. Yeah, I mean, like your Sundance, Tribeca. Your, There's early Oscars buzz. And your,
1: actually, your burlesques.
0: Yep. Yeah, burlesques and Canada's whatever the fuck. That what means, were the names so. you mentioned? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Toronto. <Toronto's. laughs>
0: and Telluride. 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 Yeah. Those are big film festivals but yeah dude canada burlesque either way <laughs> uh yeah it's a small film it's going to be sent to small festivals it's not like a big sundance big thing anyways but it was cool acting in it you know it's a gig and i uh, just got to keep stockpiling that those gigs get credits yeah. here and there
1: you know what I, I said. it was
0: dramatic and you, what do you say say it right now you know i know
1: you know i know the industry do you want me to say it because i know you know i know. know
0: i know Kyle, what I know Kyle always says is, you got to get those credits, baby, because they ain't going to hire you without those credits. You got to
1: get those credits, baby.
0: You got to get those credits. <laughs> you always say that in that know, voice, too. You got to get those credits. <laughs> Just got to get those credits. A, man. That's, a, that's, a Kyle, <laughs> that's a Kyle Stoutism right there. So, yeah, man, wrap that up. And uh, hoping to get some more acting gigs soon. But yeah, man, move to New Jersey was good. Should we talk about the elephant in the room? What's been the talk of a- the town. America for the past couple of weeks? Not the town, the country, the world, the world probably. Should we talk about what's going on with the NFC East, man? <laughs> that division that is sucks. fucking terrible. <laughs> Those guys are bad, bro. I mean, come on. Now, obviously, we're talking about the most recent presidential election. J. Trump. What's the J stand for, huh?
1: Uh, Jewish. Javiathan. Broomhilda. Jackal. Jackalworth. Jackal. Hilda.
0: Donald Jack-o'-lantern Trump. (laughs) And uh, isn't it Joseph R. Biden? Yeah. Joseph. Mm, Ramshackle Biden. Ramshackle that's, that's man, a hell of a it's a hard hitter that's a heavy hitter middle name hey i'm joseph ramshackle <laughs> biden those are those obviously aren't those real names i don't know if anyone listens to our podcast as like their truth um definitely don't know like can you imagine people listen to outside campus for their i news? thought you're just
1: gonna leave it at i don't know if anyone listens to our podcast <laughs> well
0: they probably don't. I mean, we do get listeners though. I mean, those SoundCloud stats don't lie. Um numbers don't yeah, lie, baby. No. Okay.
1: So we had an election?
0: Yeah, man. We came out with a winner. Uh it was Joe Biden. Uh-huh. a lot of people are happy, uh, a lot of people are sad. And you know what? Uh I'm pretty fucking excited for a
1: new president. <laughs> yeah, man. It's very very emotional time. To say the least, for oh my for god, a lot of people, so emotional, and um, I mean, it's just um,
0: I think the stakes of election season have just grown exponentially. Oh, especially you yeah. know that's why everyone was pushing to inspire people to vote, right?
1: You know, and record turnout, right?
0: Highest voter turnout, right. highest voter turnout ever, and you know, people are—it's crazy, Joe Biden secured the most votes of any presidential candidate ever. Yeah. But Trump got the second most votes of any candidate ever. Man, that's
1: awesome, though, just that Um, we came together as a country and were able to do that, you know?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I'm happy. You know where my allegiances lie. I think that uh, probably a lot of our listeners fall into that realm, too, but I'm sure we have people that don't fall into that realm. And, um, you know, that's the the beauty of America, I guess you have a vote and you get to choose who you want. And ultimately uh, one side secured more votes. Uh There, there was one tweet. Someone was like, "Um, you have no idea how many people are pissed right now. Like, like this election should not have turned out this way. (laughs) They're obviously a Trump supporter. And someone replied and was like, "Um, I don't know. I think a lot, more people are happy. And then the original person replied and was like, trust me, people wanted Trump. And then (laughs) the other guy replied, well, literally the majority, (laughs) more than half, went for Biden. So I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I will say this. We were definitely, uh, still are definitely a country that needs change. And. Oh my God. Yeah. It was uh, hopefully a step in the right direction. Time will tell. But like, just like you, I'm very happy excited to see where this takes us um
0: yeah man i just think it's um you know i'm excited to not have every tweet from a president go viral i'm I'm excited yeah i'm excited to not be i think i'm just going to generally be less ashamed to be uh (laughs) i don't know american i don't know if that sounds crazy but Dude, we really have been like the laughing stock of the world, no, I think, In the past four years. No, I know. In the Ireland, past four years. talk about
1: Donald Trump and how he was somewhat of a character.
0: Yeah, somewhat. somewhat. I just think also, and I was telling people during the election, too, to not, you know, I believe in facts and, and evidence and whatnot and, and science and math, and I'm not really a math and science person, but when it comes to this stuff, I am. And, uh, you know, that's why I was saying, like, trust the math. Uh, Trump had that early lead on Election Day. And then but there were so many mail-in votes to not be counted. Right. And a severe majority of those mail-in vote, votes were from Democrats because Trump told his
1: not to base mail
0: to go vote on Election Day. And he's it. like, where are all the mail-in votes? <laughs> and you're like, well, you told us not to vote. <laughs> By the mail man, so
1: mail man, like,
0: what did you fucking expect
1: you mailman, <laughs> You
0: mailman, hey you mailman you... who'd you vote for anyways so <laughs> yeah it's it's so backwards, he's like all these mail-in votes are democratic or are by democrats this is this you is stop rigged. the counting, <laughs> stop the counting, and he's like, oh wait, I'm losing right now, start the counting,
1: <laughs> yeah, you man. know what he, I said though? you know a... what I said though, on that first election night, what. I said this is just like a round of golf. You you don't call it after the 13th hole. Shut the fuck (laughs) (laughs) up.
0: You are not going to steal my prime tweet. What, Bro, get out (laughs) of here. Get out of here with that stout. Case stizzle, come on. This is what I said on election night. If this is a game of golf, we are about 13 holes in. And you don't call a game of golf over just 13 holes in. And then I said how Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin still had mail-in ballots to count. Large portion of those ballots were from Democrats. And I had no idea where this is going to go. But this shit definitely ain't over. And I just want, you know, for the record, Kyle, that was a bullshit move right there. Just trying to steal my tweet (laughs) like that on live on the podcast. I would have gave you the credit. I'm almost certain I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have those
1: credits, you man. You gotta have them credits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So uh
1: big picture.
0: I'm excited for a new president. Shout out to uh Kamala Harris too. First woman in the White yeah, House. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um first first woman VP, first black VP, first Indian American VP. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, history maker, man, yeah, I'll tell you what I got goosebumps Did you watch the speeches? I was just gonna uh, say yeah they that, victory,
1: yeah, that first that first night where they talked was it was great just to see the joy she seemed very happy, you know,
0: dude, it was just such great vibes right. i'm not i was I was so happy, like that was I'll never forget, bro, I was happy as shit, uh-huh. um, and watching first off, Kamala's first speech was great. Obviously, the 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 line of the night was, "I may be the first woman in the White House, but I will not be the last."
1: Uh huh. That was really good.
0: That was awesome, you know. Yeah. But I will tell you what, I got goosebumps when Joe Biden started trotting out there. <laughs> Me too. You know, when when he did his little his little jog and the music's playing, everyone's going nuts, bro. I felt like I was at a a nineteen ninety six Bulls NBA Finals <laughs> game and Michael Jordan was trotting out there. <laughs> <laughs> Your Chicago, whoa, dude! And then he walked off Joe to Chicago. Comes yeah, dude. Oh my, that whole like twenty-minute section was just electric. And then you see the fireworks in the air, man. Ah, oh,
1: America felt
0: good to be a Biden. It felt good to be a Biden, oh. be a Biden oh. voter oh. that night. <laughs> this must have been how all those crazy Trump voters felt four years ago. <laughs> Shit, I have no chill. I'm sorry if you voted for Trump, but. And you're listening to this and you're like, I hate those outside <laughs> campus guys now. I'm never listening to this podcast again. You think that'll happen? You think we got any Trump's, Trump listeners who are like pissed that we're taking this approach right now? I'm sure there are, but... I mean, not that I'm going to stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it's just... Yeah. It's an emotional time. I mean, it's just... Emotional people. It's an emotional time and... Uh... This year more than ever though, like... Uh
0: dude there's just so much at stake you know what i mean with like climate change um the health and safety of millions of americans uh the whole black lives matter movement Mm -hmm. um dude yeah i mean like and i was telling talking to some people about this it's like i you know i am uh like let's call a spade a spade i'm a privileged straight white male and uh the one minority group I fall under is religion, that being I'm Jewish. You know, 2% of America is Jewish. Only 0.2% of the world is Jewish. But, you know, largely I don't feel that um, – I feel, probably feel less at risk being Jewish than uh, other minorities in this country. feel in their own skin. I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie though. <laughs> uh, you know, there was – there was a – uh a public shooting um at a synagogue two years ago in Pittsburgh. At a syna- at a synagogue, eleven Jews died. And I think about that every time uh, I go to temple now. Do you really? You know? um, yeah, I mean it's just I and I'm not sure if that's how all Jewish Americans feel <laughs> but just knowing that there are people out there who hate me because of my religion or my views on the world or my culture, my heritage Um, and would go to the point of shooting up a synagogue. That's a scary thought, man. You know, that's, that's, that's terrifying that people like me were killed because they're Jewish. And obviously, I mean, Jews know that's been a, a terrifying trope throughout our history. Um, but just knowing that's still the case, uh, it was in 2018 when it happened. So, I mean, it's still evident now, just the fact that things still haven't really changed. Um, yeah, it's scary. And I think about it. I'm not going to lie. Speaking and that of... shooter, why, why, why I bring that up is because that shooter was like a far right extremist Trump supporter.
1: Really? Yeah. So speaking and of, there've
0: been a couple of shootings like that.
1: Speaking of hating Jews, have you seen Borat? Have you, seen Borat? Yes, you match. I'm my name, I'm Borat. I like you. I like sex.
0: That is such a crazy segue, <laughs> but yes, I have.
1: What a crazy! Speaking
0: movie. of, <laughs> dude, insane, insane. I mean, it's it's genius. It's absurd. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. So you know what he does? He pulls he pulls the blanket off of America. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, he's absurd. He's playing a character, but he reveals people's true nature.
1: Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um,
0: you know like when he's in the store trying to buy like uh like a gas tank he's in a hardware store the, ima- the, the, the there's a couple of examples in the hardware store but he's like he's like buying a cage and he's like will this fit my daughter in it and, <laughs> like, and the, yeah, the yeah. guy selling it to him he's like yeah i think that'll fit and he and then borat's like how many girls do you think i can fit in this cage and he's like i don't know maybe like three or four and he's like actually going along with it
1: or how about when um <laughs>
0: When, when he, they took her to get he the spray on, tan, on.
1: oh my god, yeah! And he's, he's like, like, "I take her to on he a say? date with a uh, racist family. What what color should I pick?" And the the girl's yeah. like, "Well, what shade you should is stay, not you dark enough
0: but, for them to hate her." Yeah,
1: you should stay in between these couple colors right here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: it's it's an absurd movie. The, and oh my god, when he buys the cake at the bakery, and they're like, do you want anything written on it? And he's like, uh, maybe just write, Jews will not replace us. And, and the and the woman's like, all right, yep, okay. And then he's like, maybe draw some smiley faces around it, you know, just give them a positive vibe. Dude, absurd. And then obviously the Rudy Giuliani shit at the end where he's like about to have sex with this underage reporter. Um, if you haven't seen Borat 2, go see it. I don't know if it's as good as the first one, but it's pretty damn good. Um, just because the first one like has that shock value, you don't really know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyways, <laughs> Trump's on his way out. I'm as happy as a fucking clam. And, uh, yeah, we'll just put it there. I can't believe we did that segue of, speaking of hating Jews, <laughs> have you seen Borat? <laughs> that is an outside campus moment if, there's ever been one.
1: Hey, what, what can I say? He hates Jews.
0: He does. By the end of the movie, doesn't he become a little more accepting though? Because he, he meets those Jewish women in the synagogue and he realizes like they're not bad
1: people. Yeah, but do you remember what they told him? He thought he thought that he thought yeah, that the yeah. Holocaust wasn't real. <laughs> he
0: thought that yeah. <laughs> –
1: yeah. And then he – And then when he found out it was, he rejoices got Rejoices <laughs> that the Holocaust is real. Yeah, I don't – yeah, it's
0: terrible. It's terrible. I try to – that's my one – my one like hesitancy with the Borat character is that, and I know firsthand, it made like anti Semitism like really funny and topical again, <laughs> which is terrible. But like after the first movie, I had friends coming up to me like making Jew jokes, and I'm like, you know, you can't fucking do that. Like, it's a movie, and Sasha Baron Cohen is Jewish, so he can take some liberties with the character, but it's not like something you can do at me now. Like, that doesn't feel good. Wait, you
1: can't shapeshift? The fuck, Uh, man! No, but I did. You know, I had a Hebrew. I did realize that the the two movies were the same exact plot. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. Like the first one, he gets all the press, and then he goes to the to the church, and then they send him back on his way. And then the second one, he gets all the press and goes to the synagogue, and they send him out on his way.
0: Yeah, yeah, very similar shit. And it's all about like one quest, too. You know, the first one was Pamela Anderson. The second one was, like, give um, his daughter to Mike Pence as, <laughs> as a trophy wife. Uh, and he had to pivot to Rudy Giuliani. Um, absurd, just absurd. Anyway, so a little uh, segue. We're bringing back Ask Outside Campus. and We got a couple questions, and one of them kind of falls under the stuff we were talking about uh, regarding – the election and the political climate so i'm just going to read it right now but in order to preserve our uh our friends it's not our friend i don't know who this person is but they they sent a question And in. in order to preserve this person's anonymity we need to come up with a fake name so kyle can you give me a fake name for this person sure
1: um i'm thinking they are female they are female i'm thinking they identify as female and it's gonna be Broomhilda. A first and a last name. Broomhilda Broom von Shaft.
0: What's the second? name? Broomhilda von Shaft right. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course that's what you fucking come up with. Von Shaft. Yeah,
1: von Shaft. Man, I
0: hate you. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, dear outside, dear outside campus.
1: Wait, who's asking?
0: My parents and I. Broomhilda von oh, Shaft right. right. Dear outside campus. My parents and I don't have the same political beliefs. They are conservative, and I am fairly liberal. We voted opposite ways in this this election. The level of tension in our house is through the roof at this point, and I don't really know what to do. Do you have any suggestions? By the way, I love the show. Signed, Broomhilde von (laughs) Schaaf. First off, I don't know how she's even voting in this election if she's from Germany, (laughs) clearly. But, uh... Yeah. yeah, Kyle, what are your first thoughts? Her parents and her have different political beliefs. Parents are conservative. She's liberal. High mm-hmm. tension in the House. Mm-hmm. We probably got you know the parents saying there's voter fraud. Biden stole the election. She's probably like, you know, you guys are crazy. Biden won fair and square. And also, not only that, just all the differing perspectives on the world that the two sides have. Right. You got any advice for Broomhilda?
1: Um, Broomhilda, what I would do is I mean, honestly, I think that you just gotta sit down, talk it out. You gotta have one of those difficult conversations, you know? Um Yeah. I feel like we talked about that earlier during with with Dimitri and whatnot, we talked about Black Lives Matter and how difficult conversations are important, especially in, in today's day and age. Yep. You know? And um I would say it, it definitely would have to come down to that because I know I've been seeing a lot of stuff of, you know, people like cu- cutting off ties with others who who don't have the same beliefs as them. And, um, yeah, it's definitely a little bit harder to do when, when that, when those people are your parents, you know? Yeah. You live under the same roof. Right. You, you can't really remove yourself from that situation. And, uh, right. once you do that's, that's a bridge. You, you kind of burn forever, but, yeah That's what I would say it doesn't
0: have to be it doesn't have to be forever, but I mean you know it's it's such a tough dude there's and broomhilda you're not alone in this situation because there are people all over the country that probably feel this way America has i mean it's definitely been this divided before like people are saying this country's never been this divided like we've had a fucking civil war right. you know like there was segregation at one point um you know women women and black people couldn't vote. At one point. So the country itself, America has a very systemically racist, flawed pastime. Um, So we have been more divided. But in terms of modern day politics, it's incredibly divisive right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're not alone, Brumhilde. Um, It's so tough. I mean, my perspective on it is you're probably. a. I mean, I know you're you're a college student writing into us um, and. It's not easy, but like you know, hopefully within the next few years, when you graduate, um, maybe tensions will decrease because Biden will have been in office for a while, and maybe things will get a lot better. Hopefully, they will get a lot better. But I'll, also, you'll be getting older, mm-hmm. and with growing up, become you get more agency, and hopefully, you'll be able to move out and uh, you know find roommates and have a a safe place to live where you feel um you're surrounded by people who are somewhat like-minded or at least like-minded to the point where it's not uh so much tension Mm -hmm. and you don't feel uncomfortable living in your own house i mean that's the toughest part dude like i can't imagine like being uncomfortable being around your own family because of these differing views and they are so different
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they're so different um yeah, I, I'm, it's also not surprising that the parents are conservative and the child is liberal because I'm pretty sure that, like young voters, uh, showed out for Joe Biden. Yeah,
1: I mean, younger's are t- are are the young population. Younger is people more tend often to be more women. liberal. Right. Right. Um, yeah. No, that's. I don't have any exact percent accurate numbers on that, but. No, no, I know. I'm sure
0: you heard it one time and you remembered the tweet or something like that, but you're right. Um, Dude, that's tough. I mean, like part of me just wants to be like, it it depends on how severe it is. If your parents are like saying like, you know, black lives don't matter, fuck climate change, I don't believe in science, because there's like a part of like conservatism and far right politics where it's like that extreme, then yeah, then I would say, honestly, your parents fucking suck and you should find a new place to live, which is mad hard. I know, but I just think, uh, yeah, it's tough, but I know you, you never want to separate yourself from your family, your family's your blood, obviously your deepest connection in life. But, um, you know, personally, if it got to the point where I felt like I was risking my own personal morals and values and, uh, my perspective on equality and and humanity in order to keep a relationship with my parents Mm -hmm. then yeah i'd cut ties and i I, i'd probably have some hesitation about it initially and i would try to educate them like i think that's a huge thing that's the first thing is try to educate your parents before you just like give up on them and if you're writing to us like there's a chance you've had these conversations before but if you were to, dude, and you can like get theatrical about it to make it more friendly, like do a PowerPoint explanation on why you think you are right, and explain the science of climate change, um, the the history of systemic racism in our country, uh, mass incarceration, um, discrimination towards people of color, LGBTQ groups, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So many different avenues to take it, but mm-hmm. don't cut ties before each of you try to extend that olive branch and if there is no budging from them and you feel as if it's, it's not. Cause there's a difference between like being a conservative and uh, being like, I don't know, an extremist. Right. Yeah. I mean, Just I as the same, there's a difference between
1: like extremists in general are, are more often than not wrong. You know, like just blindly wrong,
0: yeah, dude. And that goes for both sides. Like extremists yeah, exactly. like liberals, like obviously bad too. Like I like I'm not in any way saying extremism in any sort is bad, whether that's from the right or left. Mm-hmm. Um and this that just said they're conservative and I'm fairly liberal. So she's not giving off the impression that they're like I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation. I would say my first advice is just try to have an honest educational conversation about why you want your side respected and try to make them understand a little bit more. Um, And if they don't give you the time of day and they're so staunch to the right that they don't give a shit about what you have to say, then yeah, I don't know. Dude, you gotta fucking make a tough decision. I'm right there with you, buddy.
1: Yeah, you gotta... Thanks, Broomhilda. You
0: gotta frame, you gotta frame your parents for murder and put them in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tough decision. And get them
1: credits.
0: And you gotta get them those jail credits. Hot credits here. Get no. your credits okay. here. Get your credits here. Get your credits here. <laughs> if there's anything Kyle Stout says, it's get your credits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to one more question, and then I, I think uh, that's a solid episode. You ready?
1: Yeah. Well, you have to make up this name.
0: Okay. This is from a guy, um, so let's let's keep it with this weird German route. Hmm. This guy will be Klaus Heimerschmidt.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So, <laughs> yes. Do you approve of that name? I do. I love it. Okay. Klaus Heimerschmidt schmidt writes, dear outside campus, how early is too early to have Thanksgiving dinner with your girlfriend's family and vice versa? My girlfriend wants me to join her and her family for Thanksgiving this year, but I think it's too soon. We've been dating for a year and a half. Sincerely, Klaus Heimerschmidt."
1: All right, Adam, I think I'll step in and take this one.
0: Yeah. As the resident, uh, relationship guy,
1: you should step <laughs> yeah, in first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, I think everyone's different. Actually, you just take it. <laughs> no,
0: dude, I, I, I went off on the last question. So you should, you should come on, give the people what they want. Kyle Stout, ask outside campus advice. Let's go. Okay.
1: So, I mean, what I would say is everyone's different. Every relationship moves at a different pace. Um, so I think you should definitely express your concerns before you you jump into anything too soon. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you can do to be honest. (laughs) And like, how long have they been together? Is that, is that mentioned in there?
0: He said, Klaus said a year and a half, Oh, a year and a half. Yeah, I mean it's not like you know they just started or anything, but I mean to put things in perspective, I guess this is this would probably be their second Thanksgiving, right? Uh, while dating, and the first one they they probably both thought it was too soon. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you were in Klaus's shoes. Say you were Klaus Heimer Schmidt for a second, mm-hmm. what would you do?
1: I would. I mean, personally, a year and a half is, is a pretty decent chunk of time in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I think I would spend the holidays with, with my significant other's family. You would go for it. Yeah, I would.
0: Do you think your family would be
1: upset? Um, I think they would. I think they would definitely like it to be flip-flopped, you know,
0: you're a pretty family or, I mean, like your family is very yeah, family oriented. You have a tight net family. Yeah.
1: Very, very family oriented, which I've, I've been lucky and blessed to, to be a part of that. Um, so I definitely think they would love for it to be flip-flopped. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. What do you think?
0: Well, I mean, speaking from experience, Klaus, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend and I have been dating for three and a half years now and we have never spent Thanksgiving
1: together. Well, you know, it it also, Um, it also depends on location, you know?
0: Yeah. Location is important too. Also like what your current situation is right now. Like I think, I mean, I, I don't mean to speak from both me and hope, but like, I think of like, you know, every Thanksgiving that me and hope have been together, it's been, while we're at least one of us is at school, you know, so we get that break and we kind of like want to see our family right. or our family wants to see us at least. Cause we're at college. We're not with our family. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, it's it's such a toss up every relationship is different. Like I said, me and hope haven't done it yet. I think maybe. And I mean, I know we aren't doing Thanksgiving Together this year, so that'll be—I don't know if that'll be our third in our relationship or our fourth, but either way, um, it'll be our fourth. But uh, yeah, every relationship is different. There's no like right or wrong answer is the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like I don't know what to tell you, Klaus. I don't know. Like, yeah, I would if, say if you, you
1: could do haven't it like, seen your family, go ahead. I would say like just you could do it or you couldn't do it, but I don't think. Either decision
0: those are the two options. those are the two options.
1: <laughs> I don't think in either decision, one should get mad at the other for the decision made. You know what I you know what I'm trying to say, right, like yeah, no, I hear what you're trying to say like you gotta respect each other's opinions, like if he wants to be home with his family for the holidays, and like so be it, it's his family he he has the right to have that opinion, you know or that desire. And if he wants to come spend it with you, then so be it. But
0: Either way, I think neither party should get upset. Yes. I think that's that's what you should take away from it. Like, she shouldn't be upset with you if you want to have Thanksgiving with your family. And, uh, yeah, I don't think you should be upset with her that she wants you to – have Thanksgiving with her family. Take it as like a compliment. Like she loves you and cares about you and wants you to be there because, you know, you're her family now too, Klaus. Klaus. What
1: was it? Listen, Klaus Heimer Schmidt. Probably going over to the. She loves you. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> Heimer Schmidt. Actually, no. She... Thanksgiving.
0: Dude, Klaus does not want to hang out with Broomhilda's family. <laughs> If if it's that situation, then Brumhilde would probably want to go to Klaus's house for Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> Brumhilde Heimerschmidt. It's got a it's got yeah. a ring to it. I don't know, man.
0: Broomhilde Heimerschmidt? It's really
1: got a ring to it. I could
0: see like a uh like a like a old folklore German jingle being about What's that song? Like John Jacob Jingle. There's a song Heimer about Schmidt. like uh, John John Jacob Jingleheimers.
1: Heimerschmidt. <laughs> Heimer-Schmidt.
0: <laughs> he was married to Broomhilda Schmidt. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I guess there's no right answer, Klaus. Just go with what you feel. At the end of the day, neither of you should be upset. Thanksgiving's about uh just being grateful and thankful for your family. So good vibes only. Also, maybe uh, maybe what aren't you're there doing like
1: some like Maybe you do one goes one to Thanksgiving, one goes somewhere else for Easter or Christmas, you know? A little flippity flap. Or a little bing a little bang. Hanukkah. Right. Sorry.
0: Um depending on their religion.
1: No, it's fine, it's fine.
0: Uh yeah, you could you could do reverse. Or you could or you could, you know, Thanksgiving dinner you could spend a little bit with one family and then Maybe the next day you can spend with the other family. Right. That's what I was saying. Depends um, on the location. Depends on the location for sure. Yeah, dude. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food, huh? Me? Or yeah, you? Or uh, no, not I'm not asking Klaus because I don't think he would be able to respond right now.
1: Um, honestly, I'm not like a huge fan of the Thanksgiving turkey. I do love me some sweet potatoes and desserts. Sweet potatoes are great. You know, I yeah, I wasn't I'm... always a fan of sweet potatoes until like the past couple months.
0: Dude, neither was I like as a kid. But I love, I think I started loving sweet potatoes when I was like a senior in high school.
1: I just started and then then I just, in Ireland. Was, you just started. Yeah, I never really liked sweet potato fries. And I was like, ah, what?
0: And then you were in the land of the potato, <laughs> and you felt necessary to try
1: the sweet variety. Yeah, my room. <laughs> my roommates uh, said I should try, and I. <laughs> my roommates, my roommates, like, ah, try it, dude. I was. You sounded like a narrator from I <laughs> I don't know. Piece. Did I? But um. Uh, man. But uh yeah. So they had me try, it, and I haven't turned back. Sweet potato guy for life. Dude,
0: as far as desserts thanksgiving pumpkin pie to me is like one of my favorite foods in the world
1: have you had pumpkin roll there pumpkin
0: roll wow i never had it oh it's so good it's so moist and creamy oh Ooh, the way you're describing it does not make me want to eat it but that sounds great i mean
1: white cream in the middle oh
0: oh yeah gross but (laughs) sounds like you like it. it's like uh it's (laughs) like a
1: pumpkin pumpkin cake and it's roll and roll up into a roll Sounds like Hence a cinnamon name. roll, but with pumpkin. And there's like this sweet, sweet, uh, like cream cheese filling in the middle or something. It's so good. Sweet, sweet cream cheese? Sweet, sweet. Ooh, that
0: sweet, sweet cream cheese. They're
1: sweet, sweet. The
0: double sweet. <laughs> All right. We're going to end the episode with this. Fantasy football check-in. Kyle Stout, you drafted your team in my house. I gave you advice. Mm-hmm. How's the team doing? Where
1: are we at in the season? Let's see. I actually did two drafts at your house. You did, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm sitting at a nice six and three, and I'm sitting at solid uh, five and four. Um, okay, both over five hundred. Yeah, but honestly, the, the five and four should should be better than that. It, my record doesn't show the success I, sh- I should be having. What are your team names? It's always interesting what people call their fans. Nothing, nothing team. special. I haven't touched the name. It's Team stays. Is it just like Team Stout? Team stays. <laughs> it's Team... Gotta get them yeah, you, you credits.
0: Get... <laughs> gotta get them credits. <laughs> Very creative. Very creative from you. Uh, I have two teams as well. One team is pretty bad. Uh, it's We're four and five. Uh, so we're not like totally out of it, but... It's a bad four and five, I will say that. Yeah. I just had so many injuries. I drafted Nick Chubb. Saquon Barkley was my first pick. Nick Chubb was my second pick. Saquon tears his ACL, Nick Chubb tears his MCL. I traded for Raheem Mostert, mm-hmm. then he ends up back on the IR after spraining his ankle. He's out for like four weeks. And then I traded for David Johnson and in his first game he got concussed. So I've just had so many injuries throughout <laughs> the whole year, so I got kind of screwed. Um, So that team is 4 and 5. The team name is Worst Team in the League. Um, Are you the worst? Just because I felt like... No, I'm not. I'm not. So it's kind of ironic. But because I'm named the worst team in the league, it's like, to me, at least I'm admitting my misery. You know? It's like I'm making fun of myself before anyone else can. It's like 8 Mile. Exactly. It's exactly like 8 Mile, actually. That's what I thought of it. I was like, I'm totally like (laughs) Eminem in this scenario, so... 8 Mile. My team name, I just changed my team name to 8 Mile. Anyways, so my <laughs> second team is 8-1, and one, and it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like, destroying teams. Let's hear it. Um, and that team name is D- Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm a huge fan of the comedian, Dave Chappelle. And he's like my team logo and everything. Um, yeah, that team is 8-1. and one, um, Lead the league in points. I got Russell Wilson. Dalvin Cook, who's
1: mm-hmm.
0: just been playing out of his mind. Todd Gurley, Antonio Gibson, mm-hmm. uh, who's been pretty solid. DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, Noah Fant, and the Ravens defense, who actually like gets me a substantial amount of points each game, too. So how many teams have one team that's 12. 12. So I got one team that's eight and one, one team that's four and five. Listen, all I need if I win one of my leagues, that's enough. It means I I cover my losses, I make money. Fantasy football is business for me. Mm-hmm. Like last year I won one league, I lost the other one, I made money. That's a come up. Mm-hmm. If I do the same thing this year, I'll be
1: happy. Right. Yeah, man, this team we drafted together, I really like. I got Josh Allen. Uh actually, nice. I actually just just made my first trade this last week. Cuz I like my team so much. Ooh. But I traded away Aaron Jones. Um, for, that's a big trade. I know, uh, big trade. I I needed a tight end because I had Kittle. He's out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, that was a big loss, and I was
1: kind of struggling in the flex. So um, yeah. So I traded him away. Um, so now my team is looking like Josh Allen, got Zeke mm-hmm. Elliott. So I still got a good running back. Great. Uh, and, and yeah, solid. Antonio pick. Gibson as well. Then my receivers. He, he's been a high value yeah, guy I mean, this season. I might have picked him up in one of the, in one of the last couple of rounds, and he's been great.
0: I remember telling you to pick him up. Yeah. I was like, "This is an Adam Branson move right now. To take Antonio yeah. Gibson." And then, I I remember telling you if you win the league because of Antonio Gibson, I get half the winnings. Do you remember? I that? I don't remember that but I'll look through my voice recordings. I'm pretty sure I was recording the conversation, but yeah, keep going. Don't worry.
1: It's only like the 12th hole here. So we got plenty of, plenty of time to go. Totally. Um, but my receivers, <laughs> 13 holes, my receivers, I got Keenan Allen and DK Metcalf. So absolute studs. And then I got, yeah. Wow. I got beasts. Yeah. I just traded for TJ Hawkinson. that tight end. Solid tight end. Yeah. And then my flex spot, I can go with either Jerry Judy John Brown or I picked up Not bad. I picked up uh Antonio Brown. <laughs> Dude, I picked up Antonio Brown too. I, I just like him. I think he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you would like him. I don't know. I have his, I have his jersey. I mean, yo, he
0: keeps it interesting. Here's the thing. If all this shit is true about him, then I hate the guy. Obviously. Yeah. Uh he's a he was accused of sexual assault, so he's obviously
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot Not about that. Not the greatest guy around.
0: Yeah. Hell of a football player. I will say that much. Hell of a football player. I don't know but why I
1: don't know why it, he looked short the other night. Dude, he is pretty short. Like he looked extremely short. I mean, especially short. compared to like, those. What other happened? Receivers. Did they cut did they cut off your your from your knees down from since the last time you played football?
0: Yeah, while he while he's been off football, he's shrunk two inches. Yeah, I was like you know, people get like shorter with age, like their knees wear down. Right.
1: I think that's what that happened.
0: happened to Antonio Brown at the ripe age of 32.
1: <laughs> like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray got it in high school. Dude, he's short he's as got shit. got it in high school. Look at him now. Oh my God.
0: Kyler Murray looks like the guy that hit me with his car and then ran himself over. <laughs> he is an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> oh my God. Insane. If you haven't listened to the last episode, Storytime with Adam and Kyle, please listen to it because it was one of the most insane stories I think I've ever shared on the podcast.
1: Yeah. It, it'll give you a good, a, laugh.
0: Ma- a man, a man hit me with his car and then proceeded to run himself over with his own car. And I'm not making that up.
1: <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Go back and listen.
0: We'll leave it at that. Go back and listen. Great episode. Um, give a little shout out to Spikeball ball right now. If you, repost our episode uh on your instagram story and tag us and two friends you will have a shot at winning a free spike ball set our last winner was jen delongas she got the set she got the t-shirt she got the hat
1: got them listen to this
0: and you got to get them credits you got to repost this episode on instagram follow us on spotify like our shit like our shit like our shit and yeah we love you thanks for listening guys
1: Love you. Kyle, any last words? Love you. Get your credits. And um, good luck to you, Broomhilda. And good luck to you, Klaus. Broomhilda, Klaus, we love you. Good luck.
0: Figure your shit out. Go get those credits. Bye. All right. Peace.